I love that song. I don't know about you. I am not a slave to fear. Thank you, Elijah. Thank you, the worship team. Can we say thank you to them this morning? They've done an awesome job. I had somebody ask me a question, and I'll answer before we launch into what we're going to talk about for the next couple of minutes. Uh, After I ask you, and I heard Marcus ask you a little bit, how many of you got at least eight hours of good sleep last night? Good, solid, eight, okay, great. And you got five, at least five hours, you think? Okay, all right, that's encouraging, okay. Anybody get less than four hours of sleep last night? Oh, wow. God bless your youth ministers. Okay, all right, good deal. In fact, you know, let's do this. Let's pause for a second because there are an unsung group of heroes that are here that we want to say thank you to. And that is all the sponsors who drove the vans and drove the buses and slept in the rooms and all that kind of stuff. Can we say thank you to those, to those folks? Can we do that? Yeah. I would have had them stand up, but they're too tired at this point and uh, or too full of chicken wings to, uh, to, 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 to do that. I remember, I, I mean, I remember going to conferences like this when I was a kid and seeing the older people that went. And I used to think, man, they are so lucky. They get to come with us. And then I grew up and I realized that it is a sacrifice and a gift that these folks are, are giving you. So, you know, you know, when you're in the rooms and they're trying to get everybody calmed down and, you know, you know how it goes, right? All right. We got the lights off now. No more noise. No more talking. We're done. I don't know who's doing the farty noises, but whoever that is, knock it off right now. That's it. And for the next 10 minutes, all these noises, and finally you hear it. All right, that's it. If I have to get up and turn this light on, you don't mean to get up and turn this light on. That's it. No more noises. And that's just the girls' room, right? I mean, over, over, over in the guys. <laughs> so can we say today, rather than an applaud, that we just want to try and... Look, here's what Jesus said. Jesus says, by this will all men know that you're really my disciples by the way you treat each other. Somebody asked me who the most famous person I saw in Hollywood was. And I said, well, the most famous person I almost saw was Ben Affleck. And they said, you're kidding me. I said, no. He was sitting at a table, about three tables away, had a ball, cap on, and glasses. And I could not help myself. I did the thing you're not supposed to do. On my way out of the restaurant, I just leaned over and said, Mr. Affleck, thanks. Thanks for your good work. And he looked at me and said, I'll tell him. And I said, I'm sorry. And then when he moved the glasses, it was almost Ben Affleck. It actually was Steve Jordan. And I don't know if you know this, but Steve is a dentist in Oxnard, California. And he was there on vacation with his lovely wife, Missy, and their two kids. I forget their names. He introduced me to the whole crew. And I said, I'm so sorry. He said, no, 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 no. It's okay. I appreciate it. My wife was sitting here while you said it. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing. He said, you just made my vacation. And of course, his girls were like, ah, I can't believe you said that. How would you recognize somebody? Well, of course, you'd recognize them maybe by the way that they walk or maybe by the hairstyle. Could you tell if if you were in a room and your mom or dad called your name, 
If you could not see them, how many believe as soon as I heard their voice, I would immediately know it was them? How many would say, yeah? Okay, if you were in a room and there are a bunch of people, but the lights are really low and you could only see the back of their heads, how many would say, I would immediately know my dad's head? I would absolutely know it. Some are not sure. Some have weird dad's heads. Okay, all right, that's cool. One girl was like, mine's like this. So, okay, all right. I want to ask you this question. Say you were in a room full of people. Could you immediately pick out the Christians? See, that's, that's the challenge. Jesus said, and one of the keys that we're going to kind of unlock this morning, is that Jesus said there is a way, but it's not the way I normally look for. It's not the t-shirt. It's not the hat that says Jesus is my homie or a giant cross around the neck. It's not even carrying one of these. I was doing a youth conference in, <laughs> I was doing a youth conference in Greenville, North Carolina, and um, wow, this has been a number of years ago. I got on the elevator because I was staying on like the fourth floor and the conference is on the bottom floor. So I got on the elevator with nothing but my Bible because I was going down to speak. So I didn't have a bag or anything to put it in. So I just was just standing here holding it like this in the elevator. I didn't even think about this. I got in the elevator by myself, hit the bottom floor. We went down one floor. Now, there was a huge wedding going on in the hotel. And into the elevator flood all of the groomsmen. They're still wearing their tuxes, but they've pulled off their ties and, you know, and have started to party. And a couple of them had, you know, brewskis in their hands. And so I'm standing at the back of the elevator thinking about my lesson as these guys flood in. And I'm really not even paying attention. But what I heard when the doors opened was, hey, man, that's right. Oh, yeah. They all came in the elevator. And then the elevator went, And, and, and nobody was talking. And I kind of realized there was silence. And so I picked my head up. And they were all like this. Hi. I'm like, hi. Wedding, huh? Yeah. Cool. Got to the bottom floor. They all went, go ahead. Okay. So thanks. I walked out of the elevator. And as I walked away, I heard the party start again. And it took me a minute to realize they saw this. And they went, holy man. (laughs) You know, you know, depending on their background, must be a priest or a preacher. I had, you know, a black shirt on. So it was like, you know, whoa. But as soon as I walked away, it was like, now we can be normal again. Do you think we do that? Jesus said, by this will all men know that you're my disciples. Not by the way that you bring some cloud of gloom and doom or you're holier than thou or you're like, you know, you're so heavenly minded you're of no earthly good as a buddy of mine sometimes like to say. But rather by the way that you love people. The challenge is that word is like a real amorphous word. The old poem, I love you, I love you, I love you, I do. But don't get excited. I love monkeys too. So when you, when you think about what love means, how would you look? How would you break it down? There was actually a study done. And uh, thankfully it was not done at Pepperdine. Oh, I forgot this. Um, where's, was it Coulter? The guy that helped me last night? Coulter, did you make it back? Where, where are you, Coulter? Dude, come here. I want to give you something. I got a, I got a, a gift for you. Uh, it's a, uh, a little Pepperdine string bag thing. You did an awesome job last night, man. 
Well, I've had several girls want phone numbers, but I told them, you know, they have to deal with your agent. So, okay, all right. Good to, look, look up there. Smile. Wave. Everybody say, thank you, Coulter. Good, good. All right. Good, good deal. Thanks, man. Um, and, and by the way, I've got like, ooh, I think five, four or five more of those. And if you'd like a, a, a bag with some Pepperdine gear in it, there's a little surfboard keychain, some other fun things in there. Um, if you go by the registration table, there's some cards. Fill out a card and drop it in the blue bag that's there. And right before the next session, uh, our last session, I'm going to draw it four of them and we'll, we'll give away four bags. So if you're interested, swing by there. Um, totally threw me off. Where was it? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, you know, how you break down love. So this research project was done and they tried to identify the factors, like scientific factors of love. Well, by the time the study was done, they realized there's so, it's so complex. Somebody says, how in the world could you ever break it down? And I would like to tell you, there's a place where Jesus unlocks the mystery of how to love people. Let me show it to you. If you have your Bibles, open up to Matthew chapter 5. Now, this is a visual thing. So let me do that. I asked some guys to help me. Were the guys I asked to help me? I spoke to you guys and said, hey, would you be my helper? Would you bust it down here right now? Just, just jam right down. And right now they're going, yeah, really? Sure. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hustle. Would you give these guys a big round of applause? Right up here, guys. There were several I asked. So just line up right here. Awesome. And then take a half step this way. Sweet, 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 sweet. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, six. There was one other guy that I had asked to help who right now has had a change of heart, which is, which is totally cool and totally okay. Because there's a guy sitting right there, right next to the guy with the phone, who's looking right at me going, why am I in the third row, Lord? Yeah, hi, what's your name, dude? Ethan? Ethan? That's correct. Ethan, come here, would you? You, you, you answered the question correctly. Everybody give Ethan a big round of applause. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, Ethan, I tell you what. I'm going to ask you to stand right here, okay? And face that way. Cool. And I'm going to ask you, what's your name, man? Noah. Noah, I'm going to ask you. I <laughs> loved your arc. I'm going to ask you, stand right like this. Okay, cool. Right there, good. And let's move this a little bit. In fact, take a half step. Take, take a half step back. Awesome, awesome. What's your name, man? Quentin. Quentin, right here, Quentin, if you would, okay? Plant your feet, guys, and don't... Yeah, there you go. Scoot that way just a little bit, Quentin. Awesome. And right here, Noah, good. And I'm going to move this way over here. Boom. And what's your man? Ian. Ian, right here. Ian, if you would get right there. Okay, now what I need you four guys to do is get down on your hands and knees. Like, boom, like hands and knees on the ground. Awesome. Super. And make your back as flat as you possibly can. That's, that's good. Move this way just a little bit so we can even it out there. That's great. And you come this way, Noah, just a little. Okay, good. Right, perfect. Now, what we're going to do, and you've seen this a thousand times, we're going to do a pyramid. So what I need you to do is I need you to put a knee right here and you put a knee, yeah, yeah, knee there, knee there. And I need you to put a knee right, right here, just a knee, just put your knee, just your knee here and then put the other, and then you're going to put the knee right over there and you put your knee. Have you guys never made a pyramid before? You, you're not... Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's too wide. It's what? It's too wide. What's the problem? They're too far apart, just like most of our youth groups. And then we try to do this and we wonder why this is ridiculous. This is silly. It's impossible. And the world thinks so too. Because they look at us and say, right, look how they love one another. They can barely get along, man. They're throwing each other on the bus, laughing, making fun of each other. And Jesus says, um, can I show you a key? If you have your Bibles, open up to Matthew chapter 5. Stand up for a sec, guys, and line it back there. Let's see if we can, let's see if we can do this differently. Um, do we have any English teachers 
among any of our uh, staff and, and faculty, or rather any of our um, chaperones and youth ministers. Anybody do that? I, I heard a whoop back there. Who, who is everyone pointing at? Yeah, what's her name? Pardon me? Mrs. Salisbury? Mrs. Alvary. Okay. Are, are you an English teacher, ma'am? Oh, sir. I can't, I can't hear. Yeah. Oh, yes. English teacher. Please. Would you bring her up with a big round of applause? Where, where do you teach, ma'am? Okay, in the Cookson Hills, is that a high school, junior high? Uh, uh, Cookson Hills, Hills Middle. Thank you so much for volunteering freely to come up here. I, I, I just, I, you, you have dear friends back there. I do. I really do. Okay, well, come, come here then. I'm, I'm going to grab, guys, I'm going to grab this mic right here. And the sound guys are saying, you didn't tell us this. Okay, and I'm going to get this right here. Now, you, you have seen one of these before. You have. Okay. Do you own one? I do. Wonderful. Okay. I'm going to let you use mine. Thank you. And I'm going to, here's your first test. On your mark, get set. Matthew chapter five. We'll give her eight seconds. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. What? You're going to heaven. Okay, cool. That's fantastic. All right. So here's, here's what you're going to do. Tell me your first name again. Ashley. Ashley. All right, Ashley. Man, I'm sorry. You're, you're Mrs. I'm, I'm actually Oh, you actually miss. Okay. And, and what's your last name? Alsbury. Alsbury. Okay. What do they call you at school? Miss Alsbury, don't they? Do anybody call you Miss A? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes? Okay. All right. Um, what do you prefer? I honestly either. I'm okay with either. You're, are you okay with Miss A? I am okay. Okay. Everybody say, hey, Miss A. Hey, Miss A. Okay. Okay, Miss A. Tell you what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to read for us okay. these verses right here. Now, you're probably familiar with these verses right here. You've seen them a couple times. They are the first words of Jesus' most famous sermon called the Sermon on the... Exactly. Now, what we're going to do is I believe that those words actually help us to understand how to love people. And you think, what, what do you mean here? I'll let you put it there, Miss A, so it'll hold it for you. Okay, good. And let's see if this is... It is. Okay, so Miss A, good. Can we do a mic check for Miss A? Check. One. Check. Okay, good. Check. That's good. Excellent. Can you make it sound a little more teachery? Okay, all right. Here we go. Okay, Miss A. Just kidding. All right. Okay. You ready? So Miss A is going to read for us. Let's start with the, the first beatitude. Okay. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Fantastic. Bless. Now note that he says those who are poor. You know, most of us here don't even know what poverty is like. We have so much money in our pocket. We've got uh, so much in the way of luxury. But here he says, blessed are those who are poor in money, poor in, in property. Right, Miss A? No, that's not what that says. I'm sorry? It, that, that's not what it says. Re, are you serious? It says poor in spirit. I, I apologize. Poor in spirit. Poor in spirit? Yes, that's what it says. Not in money? No, no, it doesn't say money. Okay, but it said, read it one more time. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Okay, so they're not poor in money. They could be rich in money. I guess so. But they are poor in... Spirit. Spirit. What, what is that, Miss A? What is, what is spirit? Well, well okay. Or what is poor in spirit? Yeah, go for the whole thing. Who are 
like lacking spirit. Okay, all right. So if I, if I have poverty of spirit, let's see, if I'm poor in money, then I know, oh man, I'm broke, I'm busted. But if I'm poor in spirit, instead of being rich in spirit, I've got it all. Poverty of sp- Here, come here a minute. It's in? Yeah, yeah okay, in. You are going to represent poor in spirit. When I am poor in spirit, I am willing to say, I'm, I, I need you. I'm, I need you. I don't have it all together. I'm not like, I don't need you. Can you shoot your arms out just like that and say, I need you. I need you. In fact, I'm going to need a handheld here, guys. Excuse me. I'm going to grab Elijah's handheld. Okay, let's try this one more time. I want you to imagine you're like a little kid and uh, mom and dad were gone for the night. So you had a babysitter and then they show back up and you say, oh, mom, I need you. Okay, all right, good. That's actually very good. Try it one more time. I need you. Wait a minute. Are you looking at the blonde in the seventh row? Don't do that. No, 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 no. What, one more time. I need you. All right, do it with him. One, two, three. I need you. Now you're saying, what in the world has this got to do with loving people? I'm so glad you asked. You will never have a loving relationship with anybody unless you're willing to say. I need you. If you want a relationship with God, you have to say to God. I need you. If you want a relationship with your youth group, you have to say to the youth group. I need you. And you realize that many of us don't want to say. I need you. Because you're getting a little tired there, aren't you? Let's just really passionately <laughs> shoot it out. Many of us don't want to say. I need you. Oh, good. Because when we do, we're recognizing that we're poor in spirit you see the american dream for many is i don't need anybody i don't need church i don't need you but jesus says blessed are the poor in spirit because they understand i need you now the problem is look what happens next blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted jesus talks about people who enjoy i'm not a morning person but he says blessed no, are those no, no, who no, enjoy no, 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 getting no. up early no, in this no that's not what that means I'm sorry? No, not mourning. Mourn. Like mourn. In like, the mourn? No, not like in the mourn. Like, like who are sad for something. Pardon me? How's this you know, spelled? Like, like when, you, when, you, when someone dies and you're sad that they, you're mourning them? That kind of mourn. That kind of mourn. Not, not like in the morning. No. Okay. Well, then would you read it again? And when you get to the word mourn, could you really like, Miss A, just read the word mourn okay. in a mournful okay. Right. way? Okay. okay. Beatitude number two with our own Miss A. All right. Blessed are those who mourn, but they will okay, become... Miss A, I mean, really? I mean, like you said, somebody died, okay? okay. Right. I don't know who died, and that was your reaction, but you didn't... Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, ready? Um, you smiling, Miss A? Are you glad they're dead? Is that, can, can, do we they need to talk about Jesus. this? Huh? They went to see Jesus. Pardon? They went to see Jesus. Okay, well, now let's go with something different. Um, do, do you have any, any animals at your house, Miss A? Um, yeah. What? A dog, his name's Alfred. Okay. Let's just imagine. No. <laughs> that you got back from this weekend. Okay. And Alfred was just gone. Okay, just gone. we just gone. Just gone. Just gone. Just gone. Just gone. And he left a little note, you know, right, moved to Vegas. Okay, so so Alfred. Alfred's gone. Now think about it. You walk through the door. He's not there. There's his bowl. There's his water. Blessed are those who mourn, but they will be comforted. Miss A. I know you're a positive person. Say it with her and help her out. Here we go. I mean, weeping. I mean, just, you know, the word mourn actually means to express sorrow. It just doesn't mean to have sorrow, but it means to express it. 
Miss A, we're dependent on you. Last time. Here we go. Help her out in the word mourn. Blessed are those who mourn. Yes. For they will be comforted. For they will be comforted. Ian, where'd you go? Get back up here. Okay. And now next you are... Pardon me? Griffin. Griffin. Step right up here, Griffin. You're going to be the morning one. Okay? All right? So here's the deal, Griffin. Instead of saying, I am sorrowful, I'm going to ask you to put your hands together like this and say the phrase, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, Griffin, I need you to look out there like you just got caught eating the cookies and you weren't supposed to and you're about to be killed by your mother, but you look at your mother and you say, I'm sorry. Oh, you're dead, man. You, 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 you put, put your hands together and really look at her and like you're just, just pleading. Just think you're like four years old and you say, I'm sorry. Okay, all right, we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay, let's say you broke your girlfriend's heart. I'm sorry. No, no, Griffin. Toes on the line, Ian and Griffin. Toes on the line right there. Can you help Griffin out? Can you show him how to do it? Put your hands together and say... Yet now we're getting somewhere. Now watch how Jesus puts these two together. Jesus says you start, I would say, in this... I believe there's actually connection here. You start by saying... I need you. Because when you're poor in spirit, you say... I need you. But as soon as you get close to somebody in relationship, you're going to bump into them. We're like two porcupines kissing. I mean, we hurt one another. And so we say... I'm sorry. But there are a lot of us who don't want to say... I'm sorry. Because we say, oh, well, they should say it before I say it. But Jesus says, blessed are those who are willing to mourn over their sin, which means saying to God, I'm sorry. And when we hurt someone, saying to them, I'm sorry. Is there someone sitting next to you who's wondering, have you ever even said those words? Do you have friends? Do you have friends who go, she would never say, I'm sorry. Oh, he would never say, I'm sorry. Jesus says, here's how you know that they love one another. By the way, they treat each other. Principle number one, say it with him. I need you. Oh, you got to do the hand motions. I need you. Number two. I'm sorry. Number three, Miss A. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. All right. He here is talking. It's interesting. He's talking about weak people. Blessed are those who are not very strong. No. And, no. That's not what that means. I'm, I'm sorry. What's the word, it's Miss not, A? It's not. No, weak. It's not, Blessed it's are the weak. Meek. Me- meek. Meek. Okay. Yes, meek. Which means. It's, it's more like humble. It's like, it's humble. kind of like humble. Yeah. Interesting. Not weak, though. Not weak. Not no, like doormatty. Okay, okay, okay. So meek, here's interesting. You know the Greek word there means strength held in reserve. What's your name, man? Ethan. Ethan. All right, Ethan. I want you to think with me about what it means for you. Say you're in a situation, Ethan, and you... Okay, let me, let me tell you what happened to me. I was in McDonald's. I was standing in line at McDonald's. This is years ago. And I was in a hurry. And you know when you're in a hurry, you're like, oh, how many people? And is this person fast? Well, there were like two people in front of me, which shouldn't have taken very long. But the girl at McDonald's, brand new. Yeah, she's like, quarter pounder, um, quarter pounder. It's like, just get a button. You know what I mean? So I only had like 30 minutes for my lunch. And I'm standing and I'm waiting and I'm standing and I'm waiting. And finally, I start looking at the person in front of me. And I realized I'd been looking this way around the guy in front of me, and I looked up. I was standing in front, uh, behind a guy who was like, I'm not kidding, 6'6", six, six maybe? But that, it wasn't, he wasn't a string bean. His, sh- his shoulder, I could sit on either one of his shoulders. He was just like a bodybuilder, a football player or something. And I'm thinking, whoa, look at that. Look, 
Why did you give him that, Lord, and you gave me this? I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm having that existential moment when I hear this tiny little Minnie Mouse voice say, Daryl, Daryl, and the big guy goes, what? you know, it's his wife. She's this tall. I'm not joking. It's a tiny little sweet little gal with a little baby and one of the little, you know, baby things at McDonald's. And she's going, get Charlie a milk. Get Charlie a milk. And he's going, okay, I thought you said orange juice. She said, no, 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 get a milk. All right, all right. He turns back, and I'm thinking, how did these two get together? You know, I mean, he's trying, what did their wedding pictures look like? Smile, you know. I mean, so, 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 in a, in a moment, she says, "No, no, no, you're right. Get the orange juice." And he's like, "Babe, do you want the orange juice or do you want the milk?" When he's turning there and they're having this conversation, two things happen at the same time. The guy in front of him finally got his order and turned to walk away. And a kid, about, I don't know, 12 years old, came in the side door, dropped his bike, walked in the door, and the girl behind the counter goes, well, this is what you're trained to do at McDonald's, uh, may I help whoever's next? You know, you don't say, hey, dude, pay attention, you're next. You say, may I help whoever's next? The kid walked up, the big guy's going, so do you want the orange juice? And this kid stepped in front of all of us in line and started ordering. I want fish filet and fries and a large Coke and milkshake. And, and all of us back here went, what? And then we realized, no worries. Because the big guy went, ooh. <laughs> and you could see his shoulders kind of tense up. And he just, he flopped a big old hand on this kid. Like, you know, boom. And the kid looks up at him and he says, excuse me, were you in front of me? And I couldn't see the kid's face, but I hear this snarky voice say, yeah, you want to make something of it? I, I mean, like, this must be the world's only living brain donor. I mean, with, with, one, with one finger, this guy could have gone, thump, Kansas. I mean, he'd been gone, right? And I saw the guy's shoulders tip, and all of us in line just step back. <laughs> this is going to be ugly. And the guy, the shoulders, it was weird. His shoulder blades went up, and then I just watched him begin to... I heard this deep breath. And then the guy says, whatever. Now, me and the two ladies behind me are like, no, not whatever. Like, kill him, not whatever. Teach him a lesson. And the girl says, okay, fish filet, blah, blah, blah. 30 seconds, she's got his meal, he's gone. We're all mad, we're all mad. I watched the kid go by. I am finding you later, you know. I mean, ugh. You need Jesus. And so the, the guy the guy steps up, and this is the amazing part. The girl, this 16-year-old girl behind the counter goes, that was really cool of you. And the big guy said, Jesus has been pretty cool to me. I mean, I'm the preacher standing in line, and I'm going, oh, wow. Here I was wanting to say, get yourself out of that line and get over there. But this guy gives this loving grace. I wanted to reach up and tap him on the shoulder. If I could have reached it, reach up and tap him on the shoulder and say, man, you, you, I need, I need to hear about Jesus from you because you, it was beautiful. You know what I mean? That is meekness. Meekness is when you could take it, strength held in reserve. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to take your hands and I want you to say, I respect you. I think this is the way our generation can do this. I want you to say, I respect you, and give like the we are not worthy about. Okay, let's try this. I respect you. 
Okay, we're going to go a little bit lower with that. I mean, like, okay, imagine you walked into your dad and you just want to totally impress him. And you said, Dad... I respect you. Okay, not smiling like you don't mean it. Like, really, look out there and just really mean it. I respect you. We're getting there. Okay, all right. Now I'm going to tell you something that's a little bit hard, so I apologize ahead of time. I did this presentation someplace, and I had uh, an adult pull me aside, and they said, you realize none of these kids even know how to say that. They said, this generation doesn't know how to say that. And I said, wow, tell me about it. Miss A, she was a teacher. And she worked in a classroom. And she said, total disrespect. They disrespect me. They disrespect one another. I mean, she just kind of, ooh, and I was like, wow, I'm so sorry. What kind of school do you work in? Seriously, I work in a Christian school. And I'm thinking, what kind of messed up Christian school do you work in? But I've talked to a few people in different places, even youth workers and sponsors who say, well, sometimes. Can you say it with him? I respect you. Let's try it. Here we go. Ready? Do the hand motion. One, two, three. I respect you. Can you tell me what would happen if you walked through the door and said, mom, I learned something. I respect you. Yeah. Would she go, who are you and where, where are you from, right? Yeah, probably, okay. Or if you went up to one of the old people at church and said, hey, I just want to tell you something. I respect you. Or what if you just went into your teacher on Monday morning and said, I respect you. Yeah, and they would say, you lost your homework, didn't you? That's why you're here doing this. <laughs> Guys, I, there's no nice way to say it, so I'm just going to get it out of the way. Christian students ought to be the most respectful people in the school. You ought to be the ones who are setting the example. You ought to be the ones who are out front. But but he's my teacher's a jerk. Jesus didn't say only love people if they're not jerks. He said just love people. Blessed are those who are meek. Who don't say, well, it's my right. He needs to be told. But who instead say, you know what? I respect you. Say it with him. One, two, three. I respect you. Let's see if we can do all three in a row. Number one. I need you. Oh, you got to do the hand motions. I need you. And. I'm sorry. And. I respect you. Man, we're running out of time. Hurry, Miss A. Read the next one. Close on the line. Those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Good. Your name is. Sam. Sam. Here you go, Sam. You are hungering and thirsty because Jesus says, Blessed are those who don't have enough food and they're hungry. Nope. Not, not, not real food. Miss A, I haven't gotten one right yet. What does it say? It's it's hunger and thirst for righteousness. Oh, that's right. That's right. Now, what's the root word of righteousness? Uh, Righteous. Okay, right. what's the root word of righteous? Right. Right? That's, yeah, right. I'm saying right. 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 You're right. Are you right? Yes, that's okay. what I'm saying. Right. You're right. Okay, all right, here we go. So what you're going to do is you are going to raise your finger like this. Now, hungry and thirsty. When is, you ever been really, really hungry? Like between breakfast and lunch? You know what I'm talking about? Okay, all right, here we go. So I want you to put your finger up, and I want you to say, like, you're, like you were hungry for it, like you just had to have it. I want you to say, I want to do what is right. Okay, try that. I want to do what is right. Yeah, okay, all right, that's good. But I want you to add something to it. I want you to add the word regardless and waggle your finger, which means I want it so bad, I want to do what is right regardless. Ready? Do it. I want to do what is right regardless. Okay, only we're going we're gonna to waggle the finger when you say regardless. Okay, let's try it. Here we go. I want to do what's right regardless. Regardless. Okay. Right. Can you do it with him? Show him how to do it. Look right at him and say it. Here we go. I want to do what is right. Regardless. Now, the word regardless means no matter what happens. 
So what if doing what's right would get you in trouble? I want to do what is right regardless. Okay. What if doing what's right would cost you a hundred extra bucks? Uh, I want to do <laughs> I appreciate the integrity, brother. What would you say? I want to do what is right regardless. What if you had a job but doing what's right would lose you your job? I want to do what is right regardless. What if you had a girlfriend doing what's right would lose you this gorgeous... Sam, say it with Sam. I want to do what is right regardless. Now let me show you something amazing. So far, toes on the line, guys. So far, we have put together the best friend in the world. It's a friend who's willing to say, I need you. And is willing to say, I'm sorry. And is willing to say, I'm correct. <laughs> have you got it? I respect you. Okay, good, good. Because you know what? It, your, your line, let me put it this way. I need you. So, okay, all right, here we go. Now, yours is... I want to do what is right regardless. All right, isn't this the kind of person you want as a roommate in college? Isn't this the kind of person that you want to you hang with, the kind of person you want as a captain of your team, the kind of person you want to work with, someone who you can totally trust because I want to do what is right regardless? Guys, these are the qualities of the kind of relationships that cause people to say, I don't know who you are or what you're drinking or where you go to church, but I want some of that. Can I get all the adults to give me a, oh yeah? Okay. Now, but we got to add to them real fast. Miss A, the next one. Scoot that way a little bit. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. All right. These people don't just have a little mercy. What does it say they are? Full of mercy. Merciful. Step right up. Noah, here we go. Noah, you are going to be merciful, okay? Now, merciful means you're willing to say, I have forgiven you. Try that. I have forgiven you. That's right. Give me a slide into home like that. I I have forgiven you. But we're going to say more than that. It's one thing to do that, but then I'm going to ask you to flip your hands up and say the word already at the end of it. So try that. I will forgive you already. No, no, I have forgiven you. You've already done it. Yeah, it's past tense. It's okay. Miss A's right here if we need conjugation. All right, okay, okay. Go for it. (laughs) It's okay, Noah. You have this. You have this. You have this. Stand up straight, son. Okay, yes, it's building the ark. Okay. Hey, and you know what? Noah, look at me. No matter what? I'll respect you. Okay, all right, here we go. I have forgiven. I have forgiven you already. already. Both hands. Flip, flip. I have, I have forgiven you already. Yes, 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 yes. That's it, that's it. Can you do it with Noah? I have Okay, imagine, Noah, that I borrowed your car and I came back and I said, Noah, I'm so sorry, I had a wreck, I, 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 I totaled your new car. I have forgiven you already. Well, and Noah, I, I don't have any insurance, dude. I have forgiven you already. Okay, well, thank you, because I, I didn't get hurt, I was sitting there on the sidewalk and, you know what, it's so weird, your girlfriend came by and she gave me a ride and she's not your girlfriend anymore. I don't have a girlfriend. Oh, I'm sure we could take care of that, Noah, but um, let's just stick with the hypothetical. It's all right. I have forgiven you already. (laughs) It's so easy to say that up here. And right now, okay, I'm just going to go here. Right now, some of you are mad at somebody else in your group. Some of you are mad, ticked at a mom or a dad. Some of you are just so angry about somebody who... You know what Jesus said? Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. 
And so what we're going to say is, you ready? I have one more time. I have Wow. Hurry, Miss A. Add one more to it. Step right up here, man. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Now here he's not talking about somebody who's poor in heart, but somebody who is pure. Pure. Which means, how would you define pure in heart, Miss A? Um, I would say without blemish. Yeah, okay, without blemish. I'm going to go with the word completely clean, clear, transparent. What's your name, man? Seth. Seth. I'm going to ask you to raise your right hand, Seth. Being transparent in a relationship means I'm being willing to say, I will be honest with you always. Will you look at them and say that, Seth? I will be honest with you always. Okay. Now, I need you to look out there and I need you to convince us. I mean, like, really. Like, you can totally trust Seth. I will be honest with you always. Ready? Put your toes on the line. Look at them. It's okay. I will be honest with you always. Go for it. I will be honest with you for all? Always. 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 Okay. One more time, Seth. I will, I will be, be honest, honest with, with you, you always. always. Say it with him. Here we go. I, I will be, be honest with you always. Now, Seth, what if you did something and I asked you to confess and you didn't have to confess, but confessing would mean you'd get in trouble? I will be honest with you. With you. Always. Really? Always? Yeah. Even if it really got you in trouble? Yes. Would you actually do that? Yes. Did you just lie to me? No. Do you know why you didn't lie to me? No. Because you will be honest with you. You. Always. Always. Exactly. Give Seth a big round of applause, would you? Raise your right hand. This is the kind of person you want to hang out with. This is the kind of person you want in your life. And the challenge is, will you be that kind of person? Will you be willing to say, say it with me, I will be honest with you always. Wow, wow. Let's see if we can do them all in order. On your mark, get ready, guy. Do you know yours? Okay, okay, all right, good. Here, go Here we go, get ready. Number one, two, three. I need you. I'm sorry. Respect you. respect you. I will do the right what? thing regardless. Okay. I have forgiven you already. I will be, I will be honest, honest with, with you. you. Oh, wait. Exactly. All right. One more. Quick, 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 quick. Step up. Dude, what's your name? Quentin. Quentin, I am so glad you're here. Go, Miss A. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Perfect. Now, peace is like homemade bread. Everybody loves it, but not no. a whole lot of people want to make it, right? Because what? it doesn't just say peace. Peace, peace is like homemade bread. Everybody loves it. You know, we all love peace, but few people are willing to take time to make it because these are not peace lovers. These are peace makers. Exactly. So they are making peace. What does it look like to make here? You guys will remember this. You remember being on, in fact, Quentin, come here, come here, come here, come here. Stick out your chest and put your hands behind your back. Okay. And look like you're mad at me. Ooh, that's actually good. Okay. All right. So we are second graders on the playground. And I, okay, and I, and I need you to say to me right now. Okay, you ready? You ready? Come on. Come on. No, you say right now. Uh, It's okay. Come on. Right now. Come on. Right now. Come on. Right now. And what is everybody else on the playground shouting? And the angels are weeping while you do. Because Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. Yeah, I know you're thinking, oh, right. I'm going to be the second grader that's going to get out there and say, stop the fighting. You know, <laughs> stop the violence. Okay, let's try this. Stand up, Quinn. I want you to say, let me be the first 
to stop the fighting. Okay? Let me be the first. And when you say first, just stick your Let's try it. I'll say it and you just stick your hand out when I say the word first, okay? Let me be the first to... When I say first, just shoot your... Boom, shoot your hand out. Ready? Let me be the... When I say first, then you... Okay, all right, okay, here we go. I'm messing with you. Let me be the first to stop the fighting. If you guys only knew how that would change our world. Terrorism, prejudice, people taking advantage of each other, bullying. I will be the first to stop the fighting. Yeah, just one, one, more, one more time. Let me be the first. Let me be the first to stop the fighting. Try saying that. Let me be the first to stop the fighting. One more time. Let me be the first to stop the fighting. Freeze right there. <laughs> this is the challenge. Because I, 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 I don't want to give you guys a big lie here. I don't want you to think, oh, every time you do that, somebody's going to say, yeah. No, sometimes you're going to do that and somebody's going to say, pow. Or worse, Yeah, leave you hanging. But Jesus' people are supposed to be in this spot, which is the spot of being willing to say, face them and let's do it with them. Here we go. Let, let me be the... Oh, come on, here we go. Let me be the... To stop the fighting. The next time you're upset with somebody, the next time you're angry, the next time you're ready, just... oh. Remember this moment and say, do it, Quentin. Let me be the first to stop the fighting. Wow. Give him a big round of applause. That's excellent. Jump right there. Awesome. Okay, good. Now we got it together because we've covered all the Beatitudes with you seven guys. We went through every one of them, right, Miss A? Um, no. I'm sorry? There's, there's one more. Are you totally serious, really? I'm not joking. Yeah, there, there's, there's one more. What is it? Um, blessed are those who persecu- are persecuted oh. because of righteousness. Oh, I totally... the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. E, read it one more time. I okay. forgot that one. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, um, Ewan. Where was Ewan? I ran into Ewan today. Ewan, where are you, Ann? Ewan? Dude, bust it up here. Hurry, 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 Ewan. Right up here, man. Awesome. Ewan, where are you from? Crossroads. From Crossroads. We are glad you're here, Ewan. Okay, listen. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You have the hardest one of all, Ewan. Okay. And here's what it is. Do you have any little brothers or sisters? I have two older brothers. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, do, do your older brothers ever pick on you? Well, Camden does, the oldest one. Okay, you, you don't have to name him on national television, but that's okay. All right, so, 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 so Camden picks on you. And, and, and when Camden, like, punches you or, like, messes with you, what do you want to do? Hit him back? Yeah, yeah. Is that what you should do? No. What did Jesus say to do? Uh, I mean, if somebody slaps you on one cheek, do you remember what he says to do? I forgot. Oh, yeah, forgive him. Yeah, turn the other cheek, exactly. So here's what you're going to say. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this. Ewan, there is a possibility that you or anybody else sitting out here might think, okay, if I do all these things, then everybody's going to be nice to me. It's not true. There are going to be some people that even if you say, I'm sorry and I respect you and I'll be honest with you and let me be the first to stop the fighting, they will take advantage of you. Some of them will make fun of you because your hair is brown or because your skin is white or because you have gray tennis on or because you live in one city or because you drive that kind of car or listen to that kind of music. Some of them 
will laugh at you because you believe in Jesus. And right down in here, there is a part of us that wants to go, you shut your mouth. You don't laugh at my Jesus. I will kick your rear in the name of Christ. That is not what we do. That is not what we do. Here's what we do. We say, take your hand like this and give me two karate chops. One, two. And we're going to say, I will cut you slack. Try that. I will cut you slack. Because Jesus, and you point up to Jesus, because Jesus, because Jesus did that for me. Did that for me. Okay, let's try it together. I will, I will cut, cut you slack, slack because, because Jesus, Jesus did it for me. me. Do you know that's what Jesus did on the cross? Yes. When they beat him, he could have taken him. When they whipped him, he could have stopped him. But when they nailed him to the cross, it wasn't the nails that held him. It was his love mm-hmm. for us. Say it, say it with him. I will cut you slack because Jesus me. When you come home from this thing and your mom maybe is kind of a little tired and you come through the door and she goes, you and don't slam that door. How many times have I told you not to slam that door? And you really didn't slam that door. In your head, I want this phrase. I will cut you slack because Jesus did it for me. Yeah, and when Camden comes in and says, hey, punk face, hey, how was your stupid little thing you went to? Instead of kicking him, you're going to say, I will cut you slack because Jesus did it for me. And if at school there's a group of kids who see you bowing your head over your lunch and they start making fun. I will cut you slack because Jesus did it for me. Can you give this guy a huge round of applause? Go get in line right over there, Jim. Okay. Now we're ready. All the way through, no mistakes on your mark. Wait a minute. Even better. The first four guys that stepped out, will you get shoulder to shoulder now? Remember when we were going to make the pyramid? The guys who weren't in the pyramid stepped back for a second.